Donaldson by Herman Melville. Read for LibriVox.org by Katie Bogan, Nick Robnack, Daniel Padilla, Claire Tierney, and Jeff Medoff at Clark University. Recorded October of 2012. WordPress.ClarkU.edu slash M-E-N-E-U-M-A-N slash LibriVox. The bitter cup of that hard countermand which gave the envoys up still was wormwood in the mouth, and clouds involved the land. When, pelted by sleet in the icy street, about the bulletin board a band of eager, anxious people met, and every wakeful heart was set on latest news from west or south. No seeing here, cries one. Don't crowd. You tall men, pray you, read aloud. Important. We learn that General Grant, marching from Henry overland, and joined by a force up the Cumberland sent, some thirty thousand the command, on Wednesday a good position won, began the siege of Donelson. The stronghold crowns a river bluff, a good broad mile of leveled top. Inland the ground rolls off deep-gorged and rocky and broken up, a wilderness of trees and brush. The spaded summit shows the roods of fixed entrenchments in their hush. Breastworks and rifle pits in woods perplex the base. The welcome weather is clear and mild. Tis much like May. The ancient boughs that lace together along the stream and hang far forth, strange with green mistletoe, betray a dreamy contrast to the north. Our troops are full of spirits, say the siege won't prove a creeping one. They purpose not the lingering stay of old beleaguers, not that way, but full of vim from western prairies one, they'll make ere long a dash at Donaldson. Washed by the storm till the paper grew every shade of a streaky blue, that bulletin stood. The next day brought a second. Later from the fort. Grant's investment is complete, a semicircular one. Both wings the Cumberland's margin meet. Then, backward curving, clasp the rebel seat. On Wednesday this good work was done, but of the doers some lie prone. Each wood, each hill, each glen was fought for. The bold enclosing line we wrought for, flamed with sharpshooters. Each cliff cost a limb or life, but back we forced reserves and all, made good our hold, and so we rest. Events unfold. On Thursday added ground was won, a long bold steep, we near the den. Later the foe came shouting down in sortie, which was quelled, and then we stormed them on their left, a chilly change in the afternoon. The sky late clear is now bereft of sun. Last night the ground froze hard, rings to the enemy as they run within their works. A ramrod bites the lip it meets, the cold incites the swinging of arms with brisk rebound, smart blows against lusty chests resound. Along the outer line we ward a crackle of skirmishing goes on. Our lads creep round on hand and knee, they fight from behind each trunk and stone, and sometimes, flying from refuge, one finds tis an enemy shares the tree. Some scores are maimed by boughs shot off in the glades by the fort's big gun. We mourn the loss of Colonel Morrison, killed while cheering his regiment on. Their far sharpshooters try our stuff, and ours return them puff for puff. Tis diamond-cutting diamond work. Woe on the rebel cannoneer who shows his head. Our fellows lurk like Indians that waylay the deer by the wild salt spring. The sky is done. 
foredooming the fall of Donaldson. Stern weather is all in want in here. The people of the country own we brought it. Yea, the earnest north has elementally issued forth to storm this Donaldson. Further, a yelling rout of ragamuffins broke profuse today from out the fort, sole uniform they wore, a sort of patch or white badge, as you choose, upon the arm. But leading these, or mingling, were men of face and bearing of patrician race, splendid in courage and gold lace. The officers, before the breeze made by their charge, down went our line, but rallying, charged back in force, and broke the sally, yet with loss. This on the left, upon the right, meanwhile, there was an answering fight. Assailant and assailed reversed, the charge to upward, and not down, up a steep ridge side, towards its crown, a strong redoubt. But they who first gained the fort's base, and marked the trees felled, heaped in horned perplexities, and shagged with brush, and swarming there fierce wasps, whose sting was present death, they faltered, drawing bated breath, and felt it was in vain to dare. Yet still, Perforus returned the ball, firing into the tangled wall till orders to come down. They came, but left some comrades in their frame, red on the ridge in icy wreath and hanging gardens of cold death. But not quite unavenged these fell. Our ranks, once out of range, a blast of shrapnel and quick shell burst on the rebel horde, still massed scattering them pell-mell. This fight, judging what we read, both charge and counter-charge, would seem but Thursdays told at large, before in brief reported, Ed. Night closed in and about the den, murky and lowering, ear long chill rains, a night not soon to be forgot, reviving old rheumatic pains and longing for a cot. No blankets, overcoats or tents, coats thrown aside on the warm march here. We looked not then for changeful cheer, tents, coats, and blankets too much care. No fires, a fire a mark presents. Nearby the trees show bullet dents. Rations were eaten cold and raw. The men well soaked come snow and more. A midnight sally, small sleeping done. But such is war. No matter, we'll have Fort Donaldson. Ugh, ugh, twill drag along, drag along. Growled a cross patriot in the throng, his battered umbrella like an ambulance cover riddled with bullet holes, spattered all over. Hurrah for Grant! cried a stripling shrill. Three urchins joined him with a will, and some of taller stature cheered. Meantime, a copperhead passed. He sneered. Win or lose, he pausing said. Caps fly the same, all boys, mere boys. Anything to make a noise, like to see the list of the dead. These craven southerners hold out. Ay, ay, they'll give you many about. We'll beat in the end, sir. Firmly said one in staid rebuke, a solid merchant, square and stout. And do you think it? That way tense, sir. Asked the lean copperhead with a look of splenetic pity. Yes, I do. His yellow death's head the croaker shook. The country's ruined, that I know. A shower of broken ice and snow, in lieu of words, confuted him. They saw him hustled round the corner go, and each bystander said, well suited him. Next day, another crowd was seen in the dark weather's sleety spleen. Bald-headed to the storm came out a man, who, mid a joyous shout, silently posted this brief sheet. Glorious victory of the fleet, Friday's great event, the enemy's water batteries beat. 
We silenced every gun. The old Commodore's compliments sent plump into Donaldson. Well, well, go on, exclaimed the crowd, to him who thus much read aloud. That's all, he said. What, nothing more? Enough for a cheer, though hip hurrah. But there's old Baldy come again. More news. And now a different strain. Our own reporter a dispatch compiles, as best he may, from varied sources. Large reinforcements have arrived, munitions, men, and horses. For Grant and all debarked with stores. The enemy's field works extend six miles, the gates still hid, so well contrived. Yesterday stung us, frozen shores snow-clad, and through the drear defiles and over the desolate ridges blew a Lapland wind. The main affair was a good two hours steady fight between our guns and the fort. The Louisville's wheel was smashed outright. A hundred and twenty-eight pound ball came planet-like through a starboard port, killing three men and wounding all the rest of that gun's crew. The captain of the gun was cut in two. The splintering and ripping went. Nothing could be its continent. In the narrow stream the Louisville, unhelmed, grew lawless, swung around, and would have thumped and drifted till all the fleet was driven aground, but for the timely order to retire. Some damage from our fire, tis thought, was done the water batteries of the fort. Little else took place that day, except the field artillery in line would, now and then, for love, they say, exchange a valentine. The old sharp shooting going on, some plan afoot as yet unknown. So Friday closed round Donaldson. Later, great suffering through the night, a stinging one. Our heedless boys were nipped like blossoms. Some dozen hapless wounded men were frozen. During day being struck down out of sight and help cries drowned in roaring noise, they were left just where the skirmish shifted, left in dense underbrush, now drifted. Some, seeking to crawl in crippled plight, so stiffened, perished. Yet in spite of pangs for these, no heart is lost. Hungry, and clothing stiff with frost, our men declare a nearing sun shall see the fall of Donaldson. And this, they say, yet not disown the dark redoubts round Donaldson, and ice-glazed corpses, each a stone, a sacrifice to Donaldson. They swear it, and swerve not, gazing on a flag deemed black frying from Donaldson. Some of the wounded in the woods were cared for by the foe last night, though he could do them little needed good, himself being all in shivering plight. The rebel's wrong, but human yet. He's got a heart and thrusts a bayonet. He gives his battle with wondrous will. The bluffs are perverted, Bunker Hill. The stillness stealing through the throng, the silent thought and dismal fear revealed, they turned and went, musing on right and wrong and mysteries dimly sealed, breasting the storm and daring discontent, the storm whose black flag showed in heaven, as if to say no quarter there was given to wounded men in wood, or true hearts yearning for the good, all fatherless seemed the human soul, but next day brought a bitterer bowl, on the bulletin board this stood. Saturday morning at 3 a.m. A stir within the fort betrayed that the rebels were getting under arms. Some plot these early birds had laid, but a lancing sleet cut him who stared into the storm. After some vague alarms, which left our lads unscared, out sallied the enemy at dim of dawn, with cavalry and artillery, and went in fury at our environment. Under cover of shot and shell, three columns of infantry rolled on, vomited out of Donaldson. Rolled down the slopes like rivers of hell, 
surged at our line and swelled and poured like breaking surf. But unsubmerged our men stood up, except where roared the enemy through one gap. We urged our all of manhood to the stress, but still show shattered in our desperateness. Back set the tide, but soon a fresh rolled in, and so it swayed from side to side, far batteries joining in the din. Though sharing in another fray, till all became an Indian fight, intricate, dusky, stretching far away, yet not without spontaneous plan, however tangled, showed the plight. Duels all over between man and man, duels on cliffside and down in ravine, duels at long range and bone to bone, duels everywhere, fitting and half unseen. Only by courage good as their own, and strength outlasting theirs, did our boys at last drive the rebels off, yet they went not back to their distant lairs, in stronghold, but loud and scoff, maintained themselves on conquered ground, uplands, built works, or stalked around. Our right wing bore this onset. Noon brought calm to Donaldson. The reader ceased. The storm beat hard. Twas day, but the office gas was lit. Nature retained her sulking fit, in her hand the shard. Flitting faces took the hue of that washed bulletin board in view, and seemed to bear the public grief as private, and uncertain of relief. Yea, many an earnest heart was won, as broodingly he plodded on to find in himself some bitter thing, some hardness in his lot as harrowing as Donaldson. That night the board stood barren there, oft eyed by wistful people passing, who nothing saw but the rain-beads chasing each other down the Wayford Square, as down some storm-beat graveyard stone. But next day showed, more news last night, story of Saturday afternoon, vicissitudes of the war. The damaged gunboats can't wage fight for days, so says the Commodore. Thus no diversion can be had. Under a sunless sky of lead, our grim-faced boys in blackened plight gaze towards the ground they held before, and then on Grant. He marks their mood, inhales it, and will turn the same to good. Spite all that they have undergone, their desperate hearts are set upon this winter fort, this stubborn fort, this castle of the last resort, this Donaldson. 1 p.m. An order given requires withdrawal from the fort of regiments that bore the brunt of morning's fray. Their ranks all riven are being replaced by fresh, strong men. Great vigilance in the foeman's den. He snuffs the stormers. Need it is that for the fell assault of his, that rout inflicted, and self-scorn, immoderate in noble natures, torn by sense of being through slackness overborne, the rebel be given a quick return. The kindest face looks now half stern. Balked of their prey in airs that freeze, some fierce ones glare like savages. And yet, and yet, strange moments are. Well, blood and tears, and anguished war. The morning's battleground is seen in lifted glades. Like meadows rare, the blood drops on the snow crust there, like clover in the white weak show. Flush fields of death, that call again, call to our men, and not in vain. For that way must the stormers go. 3 p.m. The work begins. Light drifts of men thrown forward. Fade in skirmish lines along the slope. Where some dislodgements must be made ere the stormer with a stronghold cope. Lou Wallace, moving to retake the heights late lost. Herewith a break. Storm at the west derange the wires. Doubtless, ere morning, we shall hear the end. 
we look for news to cheer. Let hope fan all her fires. Next day, in large bold hand, was seen the closing bulletin. Victory! Our troops have retrieved the day by one grand surge along the line. The spirit that urged them was divine. The first works flooded, naught could stay the stormers. On, still on, bayonets for Donelson. Over the ground that morning lost rolled the blue billows, tempest-tossed, following a hat on the point of a sword. Spite shell and round shot, grape and canister, up they climbed without rail or banister, up the steep hillsides long and broad, driving the rebel deep within his works. Tis nightfall, not an enemy lurks in sight, the chafing men fet more for fight. Tonight, tonight, let us take the den. But night is treacherous, Grant is wary, of brave blood be a little cherry. Patience, the fort is good as one, tomorrow and into Donelson. Later and last, the fort is ours. A flag came out at early morn bringing surrender. From their towers floats on the banner late their scorn. In Dover, hut and house are full of rebels dead or dying. The national flag is flying from the crammed courthouse pinnacle. Great boatloads of our wounded go today to Nashville. The sleet winds blow, but all is right. The fight is won, the winter fight for Donelson. Hurrah, the spell of old defeat is broke, the habit of victory begun. Grant strikes the war's first sounding stroke at Donelson. For lists of killed and wounded, see tomorrow's dispatch. Today, tis victory. The man who read this to the crowd shouted as the end he gained. And though the unflagging tempest reigned, they answered him aloud. And hand grasped hand, and glances met in happy triumph. Eyes grew wet. Oh, to the punches brewed that night went little water. Windows bright beamed rosy on the sleet without. And from the deep street came the frequent shout, while some in prayer, as these in glee, blessed heaven for the winter victory. But others were who wakeful laid in midnight beds, and early rose, and feverish in the foggy snows snatched the damp paper. Wife and maid, the deathless like a river flows down the pale sheet, and there the whelming waters meet. Ah, God, may time with happy haste bring wail and triumph to a waste, and war be done. The battle flagstaff fall athwart the cursed ravine, and wither not be left of trench or gun, the bastion let it ebb away, washed with the riverbed, and day in vain seek Donelson. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.